Welcome to the Hello Mums podcast, bringing you chats I have been recording during the lockdown in 2020. My name is Kate Wilson and I am co-founder of Hello Mums. We provide temporary childcare for nurseries in London. We also work with thousands of parents, so we decided to help our community by chatting to small business owners who help families and nurseries. If you like the podcast and would like to get in touch, please email me at kate at hellomums.co.uk or visit our website at www.hellomums.co.uk. All right, let's get into today's conversation. Hello and good morning, everyone. This is Kate from Hello Mums. We provide temporary childcare for nurseries and families in London. And today on my coffee break, my guest is Simon, who is co-founder of Green Press. How are you today, Simon? Very good, and you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm enjoying the sunshine. It's a beautiful day, beautiful day. It is. Um, so you have quite a few hats, if I am correct. Uh, you have been yoga and Pilates instructor. Yep, so I've been teaching uh, yoga, yoga and Pilates for around uh, 12 to 16 years. Um, so in that industry, so I was, uh, with uh, personal training um, and then went to yoga, then went Pilates and then rehabilitation. Um, so a mixture of lots of different things. And how did Greencrest come about? So uh, Greencrest was set up um, two years ago and um, that coincided um, with being an osteopath as well. So we decided to set up a company that was purely organic, um, was purely non-chemical, natural, uh, holistic therapies. So that sort of coincided with um, the yoga pilates, our ethos of um how the body self heals etc etc so two years ago it was set up um we have a, a clinic that's uh, in kent um in maidstone kent and it's been going very well but purely green purely non-chemical um we do beauty one side and, and therapy is the other uh, so we also have a, a an organic vegan beauty therapy rooms as well oh that sounds lovely and what do you do in those therapy rooms Everything and everything, everything to do with your body. Um, so the beauty side of it does everything. So uh, from facials to manicures to massages to pregnancy massages, absolutely everything uh, you could imagine with beauty, but all vegan and all non-chemical. Um, and we are ethically uh, involved with lots of different companies. So all our products are recyclable and uh, everything that we, we have in our rooms are recyclable. And the other side is is the uh body side up as if you want to call it that which is a physical side um so we do osteopathy there uh, we do cranial sacral therapy we do shamanic healing which i know you've seen on the website yes and what is shamanic healing (laughs) i have to ask i'm sorry it's just too exciting because obviously we all have some sort of a knowledge about osteopathy and and yoga and pilates but i would love to hear what shamanic healing is all right, so shamanic is, there's different versions of shamanism. It's a very ancient form of spiritual healing. Um, and it believes in the natural power of the earth, basically. Um, so in the shamanism that I practice, we work with um, spirit guides. 
where we work with uh, people's spirits energies if you want to call it that um okay. and ancient uh it, the old ancient indians in america practiced it there's celtic shamanism uh and there's it's Germanic all over the world isn't it so it's not a new concept you know it's yeah all over basically the world. A very much a spirit based very much so yeah very much so and it's it's through with inner healing um within the body um and some of it is quite in depth um some of it is a little bit superficial but it, it goes quite deep into your into your own being um and to um try to release i suppose anything past present um so that you can move forward okay and does the healing or does these do these sessions are one-on-one -on -one or would they happen in a group therapy <laughs> or or what would be the setup no, they, they're um the intimate ones on one-on-one -on -one, um but we do uh, group sessions as well so just as a to get you in touch first of all so we do a lot of group sessions that will get you in touch with the spirit world if you're not uh, in touch with that or not in tune with that so we, we're those group sessions as well um it depends on the person it depends on and um, what you're looking for sometimes it's easier to go with a group sometimes it's it's better to go on your own it depends on how you feel really and how do i imagine a, a group session like that uh, <laughs> but it's not sitting around um, chanting or anything like that. It's, it's quite. Yeah, relaxed. I didn't think. I mean, we use meditational techniques to start with. So we will have people in a group, small groups, nothing too big. Um, we don't have any more than sort of six to seven people in a group. So it's quite close. Um, and it, we use sort of calming techniques to start with um, just to get the body relaxed, get the outside out you know away from you so you don't have the outside influences and then we can then go through the meditational process which is almost like a guided meditation into okay. the point of then um getting connection with with your spirit guides oh that sounds very interesting yeah and yeah. do you incorporate it with some of your other classes or when there is a healing happening or when you have a shamanic healing session then afterwards um do you recommend any other classes that you do or anybody to practice uh, anything? I presume this is not a one-off because it doesn't no. sound like that you would just go once and it's the same with yoga and Pilates and, and osteopathy, that it's not just a one-off thing, is it? No, it's not. It's, it, you have to do it. I mean, the point you, when you do it for the first time, it's, um, it takes you a little bit of a while to process um what's gone on and really you know the hardest thing is overcoming um whether that was just in your head or or um how much you you, you didn't believe what was going on it's, it's almost a doubt of what you actually saw and what you actually thought wasn't just thoughts that you had in your head if that makes sense yes i think it happens quite you know there, there are various things that uh, help us heal our body and our minds and sometimes you have a session. My friend is a spiritual healer, okay. and and whenever I have a session with her afterwards, I can't see her for a while because I have to digest and I have to let everything out, whatever happened uh, at our session. 
yeah and a lot of that is just your own perceptions of what you feel is real and what's not real um the main thing is getting to a point where you let go and you let go of all and it's the same with yoga it's the same with any treatments that we do whether it's osteopathic or whether it's pilates or yoga it's about letting go and letting go of any preconceptions that you have and then just finding your way and that's and that is the same with yoga that you just let go of of um holding on to resistance if you can let go of that then the healing process within the body is is quicker yes but it's sometimes very difficult to let go isn't it that's your own resistance yeah yes yeah. and we, we need to practice on the, it's like an exercise a daily exercise exercise that we have to consciously let go you have to consciously let go yeah definitely and, that, and as you said it's a daily practice where in everything that you do throughout the day <clears throat> or your work where it's just letting go it's letting go of your own resistance to to doing things or change or dealing with stuff you know yes and i presume we need quite a bit of this letting go at the moment because a lot of us will feel we will have feelings that we never encountered before or not to the extremities that we are encountering them for sure um change is always um a little bit difficult um for a lot of people you know especially when it's been a sudden change like it has at the moment um it is always a little bit difficult to to try and deal with that change <clears throat> at the end of the day it's just acceptance we you know especially at the moment um we a lot of people can get anxious or angry or frustrated at the situation at the end of the day that's part of the letting go you have to let go of that um control because and they we have no control you know what's happened in the exactly. world is something that <clears throat> nobody ever saw nobody ever foresaw um so letting go is is a big big part of that um and just yeah we have to flow and flow is a massive thing within yoga within healing the body you just got to flow with what comes up on on the on the basis and and just change with it and I presume you have to have some sort of um, acceptance of things, you know, and just letting it go that it is going to happen. It's the same as, you know, many people have said before that this pandemic, sooner or later, you're going to have it at some stage yeah. in your life because it's like many other things that we have had before and we still have. We can talk about chickenpox, you know, that there, there are ways now to overcome it and it's not lethal most of the time. Um, and it's just another one of those things and we just have to sort of accept that it is happening and just let it go yeah i think you know um probably my own personal opinion might be a lot different to other people's i think at the end of the day it's more most people have at the moment a worry of financial it's a financial stress and and what's going to happen and how things are, are, are gonna have to change after all this you know, at the end of the day, for me, it's, it's in terms of as a, as a company, we're in the same boat as everybody else. Um, you know, we're not working. Um, uh, our business is shut at the moment. Uh, apart from phone call consultations, we are doing that. Um, but um, at the end of the day, you've just got to watch it flow and, and just accept that. You know, we haven't got you can't control any of this at the moment. So um, part of that letting go process we were talking about is to go, well, okay, it, it is what it is. Financial stress is slightly different. Um, at the end of the day, we all come out of it okay. Everything down the line will always be okay. Um, 
It is what it is. Yes, it, it is tricky. Um, I have recorded, a, I actually uh, record podcasts uh, for another um, and another initiative with Inspiring Nurseries and we had a chat with one of uh, a nursery managers in South Africa yesterday and we have come to the conclusion and it is not the first time that it is the social, emotional and mental health that is the most important. Obviously we're talking about children but it still applies to all of us really because finances come and go and yes you might have to face that you know your business or our business or many businesses might have to either reinvent themselves or they might have to close down. They might have to, you know, you might have to go and become employed by someone else, uh, which is a very tricky thing. Like, you know, I've been running my own business for long enough that I would not like to become an employee. Yeah. Um, but you will do what you will need to do. You have to do what you have to do. That's right. So, is it the beautiful quote which I read, um, and it's by Charles Darwin, and it was, um, it's not the strongest or the fittest that will survive. It's the people that are most adaptable to change. And that's true. And, you know, in, in our species as life, um, adults, children, and it's the same. It's how we change and how we adapt to that change and, and how quickly and how easily we adapt to that change. Those are people that will survive easily because it will be less stress, it will be less um, pressure and everything that comes with it. If you can go with that change and just accept that. Um, and as you said, uh, even as a business, we all have to change at some point. Um, that's always a good thing. Always a good Yes, thing. and I presume it's always or it's, it is really about just accepting that, you know, things are going to change yeah. and we have to just make the most out of any situation. Um, and obviously talking about change, uh, yoga and Pilates are really good ways for meditation and the letting go process because yeah. sometimes we aren't even conscious of the things that stress us out and there are various ways to exercise, obviously. Um, and we have spoken about that you also do osteoclasts, which I have never, ever heard about. So um, okay. how does that differ? Because let's just quickly sum up that osteopathy is not an evasive, it's a very gentle way of helping the body to heal, very similar yeah. in a way to yoga and Pilates, but usually osteopaths help on your body uh, whilst yoga, you practice by yourself or by with an instructor or with a team. Yeah. So um, what we've done, what I've designed is we we trialed this for uh, osteoclast. We trialed for around about um, two to three years, and it's uh, an adaptation of uh, osteopathic techniques, um, yoga, and Pilates moves. So everything that I've learned to do with body movement. Uh, functional movement within the body, how the body moves, and the biomechanics of the body, as well as treatment, is incorporated in this uh, class. And the reason why we did it, we trialed it, or I trialed it for uh, two to three years in group environments, um, and we adapted it to a point where we were happy with um, a whole body routine that literally goes from head to toe, and it works on just mainly joint movements so it goes through the whole joints of the body um very gentle very calming but it's just about mobility and getting everything moving in a correct way 
now. Yes, because this is what osteopathy is about, isn't it? I think just for the record, because if somebody is listening or watching and they don't know what osteopathy is, did you want to quickly sum it up so people know the difference between osteopathy, yoga and Pilates? Do you know what? I used to laugh because uh, when we learn, um, one of the big questions was, well, yeah, what is an osteopath or what is an osteo what is osteopathy? Um, all right, so I'll try. It's very and... difficult. It's very difficult to describe what it is. Yeah, it's it's um, it aids self healing within the body. I suppose that's the easiest way to do it. It's, it's it works with the body rather than against it, and it's you know the things that we do aren't forceful. So we work on we in a broad spectrum. We work from everything from babies to pregnancies to uh, children to uh, and all form and adults obviously and all forms of different things that are going on with the body and it's all functional um so we have uh osteopaths which will uh work with movement within the body and they just get everything moving i suppose that's the easy thing to say is that whether it's structural so bones whether it's um, fluid blood or uh, lymph or whether it's nervous system or anything we work with an inherent forces within the body yeah so if you think about what's inside of our body and yes. how our body works you know you, you have the mechanical side which is the the functional muscles joints movement uh you've then got the blood flow and that's still movement and fluid dynamics you've then got and that's everything fluid because we are mainly made up of fluid yes and you've got the uh, uh, nervous system within the body and exercise. So we work with the body as a whole, um, but lots of different forms. Some osteopaths special just on the functional side. Some will just uh, specialise on the uh, cranial sacral side. So that's more the gentle side. So there's lots of different forms of it. Um, as an osteopath myself, I, I focus on body, just the whole body as, as a general rule. So I, my treatment would involve uh, some structural, but then a lot of subtle um, enhancers in the body that will help, um, whether that's just helping people with um, certain forms of diseases and certain forms of musculoskeletal problems. That's what we do. Okay. And um, during an osteo class, uh, what can somebody expect? So it's a combination of the therapies that you use in osteopathy and a little bit of yoga and a little bit of Pilates, am I correct? Yes, right. So um, in working uh, with the osteopathic side of it, we work with um, movements of circulatory, so movements that are aimed in uh, a rotational movement. So uh, our body's made up of cells, obviously, and our, yes. all, our, all our cells are circular. So there's a theory that movements should be circular in to a degree. Um, so we've worked on a, a routine that starts literally from the head. Uh, well, it starts with breathing, actually. So we, we, this is the more the sort of calming side of it of people letting go, is we start with breathing techniques, a few breathing techniques to start with. Um, so grounding people to first with, then some breathing techniques to help people calm. And then the movements literally start from the head all the way down the body, through the shoulders, through the thoracic girdle, through the sternum, down through the spine, so all part of the spine, and then into the hips, into the knees, into the ankles, uh, and then finishing with a grounding routine. So 
it's about 55 minutes-ish um, from start to finish, and all the movements are circuitry. So they, most of them are, um, so yeah, circuitry movements, just allowing the body to move to the way it should move, if that makes sense. So, you know, we, we have certain movements of the body which are always natural, forwards, backwards, sideways, and twisting. So we work with those movements in a very calm and gentle way. And, and I do stress to people, it's not a fitness class. Um, it's not a jump around class. It's not uh, work your core class, even though it will do. Um, and it's not a yoga class. This is a, a specific thing that's aimed for people that um, want to remain calm, but also want to just allow their body to move in its natural way. And, that, and that's the key is, is really not forcing anything. We were saying about letting go. It's not forcing the body into something. It's just allowing the body to move. And like everything, that takes probably around about sort of five to six goes and then you'll start to enjoy it a little bit more because you then have to let go if that makes sense yes it does make sense and i think for you know um we have spoken or you have spoken about breathing techniques i think for for those people who have never encountered never tried yoga pilates meditation um never had an osteopathy a chiropractor so who have never done any of the alternative uh, um, ways of healing your body so to say and i hope you don't mind me saying that uh, do you think everything becomes or everything begins with breathing 100 percent. okay 100%. so for someone who is a novice at all this um what breathing techniques would you suggest okay so i mean in in yoga the you know, whole um practice that we do should base around breath you know, um, again, in yoga, you have different forms. You have a physical form, but ultimately, it's about controlling your breathing. And controlling your breathing um, will stimulate certain things within your body. So it will either stimulate your calming nervous system, so that you you end up calm and focused, or it can energize you. So we use breath in different ways, especially with children. Uh, I know your followers will uh, are mainly aimed at mums and um, and children families yeah and families yeah yeah. we use a lot of breath with children um, and uh, families to calm them or to to connect we use it either as a calming or or as a reconnection between parent and child okay Uh, so for somebody that hasn't done breathing techniques before it's very simple um it's it's not very difficult and we use it as a calming way to start off because the more calm you are the better decisions you make and the less stressed you are and the less the less um, probability you have of possibly getting some form of disease um because breath is life without without breath yes. you haven't um so that, you know even in all of our yoga classes that we teach certainly um myself and my partner the emphasis will always be on breath and then the movement comes with the breath because if you can control your breath movement's easier and just living is easier isn't it and i think there is you know when when you're in an argument they always say you know just take a deep breath take five and there is a reason behind it isn't there yeah and decision and you know apart from the physical side of it immensely your decisions are always clearer if you're calm um and if your breath is relaxed um a lot of um 
specialist um, forces, i.e. army forces, use breath as a way of making the right decisions and keeping themselves calm in, in that type of uh, situations. So, you know, breath can be used as a wide thing, can be used to energise the body, or it can be used to calm the body so that you are more focused, less emotional, and the decisions that you make are clear. Um, and that's, that's normally, um, and it, it, what we would work with breath is, is a clear point of calmness that you can make the right choices and not be that energy or fire, which then tends to be emotional. Um, and you have spoken about parent and child connecting and bonding through a breathing technique, yep. meditation. Do you have yep. any top tips for that that I could do with my son or any mum or any dad could do with their little one? Yeah, very easy. I think you know, the end day is, especially when it's time like we have at the moment, is to reconnect. You know, um, I'm spending a lot of my time at the moment just reconnecting um, either to myself or to my partner or to people that I haven't perhaps seen for a while. It's, it's about connecting. So when to work with breathing techniques or uh, a reconnection with families is to find yourself a good 10 to 15 minutes, really. Uh, and I'm sure we can all spend 10 to 15 minutes throughout the day at yes. some point. Um, and if, it, if it's a connection between mother and child, and it depends on the age of that, uh, of the child is really just to sit with them either to lie down um, with them if they're slightly older and they're able to do breathing techniques then is to literally lie down with them and have that connection of touch now we we used to start when I used to teach this in schools um, it was about touching each other first of all um, and just having that you know touches a, as an osteopath and as a as a healer touch is massive um, yes. it, human beings touches massive so and just start by those gentle stroking and that sounds a little bit um to some people might be a little bit odd to start with but just to touch and just but it's very basic as well you know especially if we are talking about people who are together touching can release so much stress and anxiety and just to show that you are there and you care basically and yeah, and then that's one of the biggest things. So, you know, start with touching and, and then just talking to each other, you know, just talking about, you know, if they hadn't seen each other all day um, in the yoga and the um, connection with families that we used to do within schools, um, we worked with just literally them telling them about their day. So it was, it was mm -hmm. touch to start with and just connecting with touch and then talking about how their day was, how they were feeling and what did they do at school and or what they did during the day. And it's just about them getting to know them a little bit closer, if that makes sense, a little bit more intimate where you can actually sit down and now I know a lot, a lot of families do this anyway, but it's just that, that five to 10, 15 minutes time where it's just them. It's yes, and it's nothing else. I think the important is that you don't do it over dinner, you don't do it over homework, you don't rush it. And also about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the parent also sharing how was their day, whether they are asked or not. So children understand that, you know, there is a life. It's, you're just not, not just a parent, but you're also something, some other things as well. Yeah, they don't, they don't just see you as a, as they see you as a person rather than as a, as a, as their mother, you know, they, or somebody who just cooks or somebody that just cleans or, or, or 
you know, something that just works. They see you as a person, and that and that's important. Um, but you you have that connection from person to person, you know, and that honesty between each other of well, you've had a good day, bad day, or thoughts that are going on in your head, especially with children, especially nowadays where mental health between children is quite um, there's an emphasis on that, and, and and the problems within children that they have mentally uh, health wise is quite high. It's important that you know that you talk to children especially with social media that you actually talk to them you talk to them about what they're doing you connect you find out what they're doing um and you have that genuine interest where you nothing else gets in the way you switch off your phones you disconnect everything you don't have anything electrical near you you just lie and you sit down and you talk and you stroke and you touch um and that's where we start and that's the, the basis of everything of connection of where you start as a family um, and then the breathing techniques, the breathing techniques are very, very simple. If we go back to the breathing techniques, it, it's literally just to start with is just having a, a relaxed breath. You know, so we teach people to breathe abdominally first. So you, where you start breathing is you just lie down or you sit down somewhere comfortable, that's quiet together, holding each other or just having a hand touch or a body touch. And it's then just watching your breath in terms of as you breathe in and breathe out, it's just then having uh, an awareness of how you're breathing. Yeah, so breath is a really good indicator to um, stress levels within the body and to how you feel emotionally. So to be aware that you're breathing short means that you are a little bit heightened, you're a little bit more stressed um, and you haven't got that, you know, that oxygen intake that you should have. Yes. So um, just to be aware of your breath to start with, have an even breath. So we normally work with either a three-second breath in or a three-second breath out, or four-second breath in, four-second breath out. And just, that's the easiest way to start is to breathe in and out through your nose if you can, but just breathe in nice and easy, nice and relaxed, and just be aware of how everything's moving. So as you breathe in, what's moving through the body? And that's how we normally start is you... you have people to breathe in and just be aware of how they're breathing to start with. And then you can advance it. We then start to go into abdominal breathing, which means that as you breathe in, you push out the abdomen. Because as you push out the abdomen, it increases the cavities to breathe in. You know, your okay. diaphragm drops as you breathe in, okay, to increase that pressure, okay? And as you breathe out, you pull the navel inwards because that space then decreases. It's like a bellows. Imagine a bellows as you breathe in, you expand. As you breathe out, you contract. And that's the way the... So it, it's, it's abdominal breathing. Most people don't breathe correctly. You know, they either breathe from chest or they breathe from mid. They don't breathe in a correct manner. So as you breathe in, you've got to physically push your abdomen out. And then as you breathe out, you pull your belly button inwards towards your spine. And again, you do that in an even breath. So as you breathe in for the count of three or count of four, abdomen comes out. And then as you breathe out, same count, you pull your navel inwards. And that's the start of the breath. That's a really nice, calming way just to be aware of your breath. And it's very natural, isn't it? Because if you have a look at babies, you can see their tummy going up and down, or even children, because they don't think about it. It's think later on in life that we somehow forget about how we breathe correctly. 
Well, that's one thing. And two is because of our nature of um, uh, how we work, most of it is sedentary now. And everything tends to, um, the pressures in your body tend to change as your posture chance starts to change. So especially for people that are sedentary working at offices or desks, you end up with this typical rounded shoulders. Yes. Yeah. If you think about it, you, how can your breath, if you're hunched like, like we are, yes. how then can you expand your breath if everything's compressed? Yes. So. true. Yeah. So that's, you know, when people say to you, I'll up straight. And when, as an osteopath, when we see posture and, we, and everything is about posture, you know, when you say sit up straight, draw your shoulders back and down, it's not because of this military style, oh, yeah, but that's what we want you to do. Because <laughs> it opens everything up. Yeah, so, you allow air to get into your body. Well, you allow air to get in. And also, if you think about it, um, I'll go back to the osteopathic side to start with, is if you're compressed like this, everything gets congested. You know, so um, your uh, bowels start, start being a little bit more temperamental because they're sitting down, they're compressed. You know, you haven't got this drainage through this upper part, so you end up congested through the upper part. And we were talking about fluid dynamics earlier on, you know, uh, as an osteopath about getting everything moving. So that's why we sit up straight. Breath moves everything, gets you calmer. If you sit up and you're more relaxed, you have more uh, flow of dynamics, fluid dynamics in the body. Uh, and that's the key, is to get everything moving. And that includes what we were talking about is fluid, lymph, nervous system, getting everything moving to how our body should move. Um, originally when we were when we were back many years ago yes well thank you so much for this I think it's a very realistic and reasonable way of explaining things to the, those who have never tried it and those who have tried it they will know all the benefits and I think uh, everybody should do their own breeding techniques these days and every day to begin with um, thank you so much for joining me I know your osteo classes are available on your website on green on the Babel on the website, which is greencastotherapies.com. Um, or you can um, watch the download. There's a promo video on vimeo.com. So if you go to vimeo.com and then just type in osteo class, uh, you can play the trailer. There's a trailer on there. Or you can rent it on a daily basis or you can download it fully. Fabulous. I thank you so much for joining me today, Simon. Have a lovely day feedback to so, see you know it's very good feedback with kids as well so we've had a lot of families that have done it um and there's good feedback between doing it with family so not just on your own but also doing it with a child that, of that age something you can do at home together very much so but um yeah try, watch it and see what you think but yes um very good to talk to you and to you too have a lovely day and take care